ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you live from Liz's bedroom tonight where we have an exclusive breaking news story and a shocking turn of events. Liz is hungover. Liz is live with us now. Liz, tell us, how are you feeling? I've been better. I've been better. Do you have any regrets? <sighs> Tequila. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? <laughs> Honestly, I got a little too ballsy last night, and I was like, yeah, a spicy margarita sounds good right now. What was I thinking? Girl. Uh... I have a little Latin blood in me, and I am the most white person you'll ever meet in your life. But when I drink tequila, my Latina comes out. That's the only <laughs> Latina you get of me. My hips don't lie. My hips don't stop. I <laughs> dance the night away with tequila. <laughs> What's up, all you wine hoes? I'm Liz. And I'm Sav. And this is Over Wow. Well, here we are. Um, what the fuck is up, wine hoes? Hello, hello. Also, one thing I will say about how hungover I am. <laughs> here we go. This is how you know I'm so fucking hungover. I ate leftover queso from Chipotle, and I found a massive cat hair in it. Massive. And I still ate the fucking queso. From our cats, for the record. It's not Chipotle. I don't know. Could have been Chipotle's oh cat. Beans, did you pick up a job? <laughs> Could you imagine beans behind the counter? <laughs> you know what your other tell is for being hungover? Tell me. The last time you were this hungover, you binged through an entire season of <laughs> Emily in Paris. Today, you binged through an entire season of Dave. So I'm proud That's of you. That's my thing. That's my thing. <laughs> Let's get into it. I know you're not drinking a lot, but we are going to taste something. Okay. (laughs) Just a taste. Just a taste. All right. We are drinking a 2018 dry Riesling from Lola Winery in Monterey. Lola. (laughs) You said Lola. (laughs) (laughs) I sound a little bit like a man, okay? I have like hot water too because I'm trying to sound less like a man. Wait, why do you sound like a man? I don't know. It just happened. I honestly didn't even notice. You I just made I... fun of me for saying Lola. No, no the way you said Lola was funny. You were like, Lola. <laughs> it wasn't because of how deep it was. It was, it was Lola. Lola. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Big Mouth. Big Mouth, I know. <laughs> All right, well, cheers. Nice and citrusy. Oh, my God. Oh, I <laughs> drink today. Liz is, like, I just want to give you a visual. Drink. Liz is like wincing to get through this right now. She cannot. <laughs> my liver is like... Really? Do you really want to do this for the podcast? Do you really want to do this for fucking content? Yeah, it's for content. It's for content. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, we will circle back on this wine at the end of the episode, give you guys some more thoughts, pairing ideas, the whole thing. But yeah, last night. Wow. What a trip. It was such a trip. Where to begin? Well, we know where to begin. Um, (laughs) We know exactly where to begin. (laughs) We know where to begin. We started out making TikToks. And we were drinking naturally during TikToks. As one does. As one does. And then we had tickets to this comedy show. Mm -hmm. It was like in the parking lot of the pizza place. Yo, shout out. That was so good. It's called Can't Even Comedy. They just do all these open mics around LA. Do you think that was an open mic or it was like pretty... They do open mics and then... They also have once a month a best of the open mics. So whoever did oh, they felt that. was the best, yeah, throughout the open mm. mics, then they bring them to this monthly show, and that's what we ended up going to. Oh, dope. Honestly, it was great. It was great. Yeah, everyone um, was amazing. Everyone was great. Right off the bat, we got made fun of 
Naturally. The guy was talking about noisy neighbors and he said, does anyone have any experience with noisy neighbors? And Liz and I just busted out laughing at ourselves and he (laughs) called on us and he was like, who are your noisy neighbors? And we were like, we are the noisy neighbors. (laughs) And he's like, why are you guys noisy? What do you guys do? And we're like, oh, we have karaoke nights. Okay, what's your go-to song? And our go-to song is... Bring Me to Life, Evanescence. Obviously, that's everybody's classic <laughs> karaoke song. We do a great cover of it. We're both involved. Um, Very theatrical performance. Honestly, like we deserve an award for. We don't hold back. But that was like the theme of all of their jokes. Every <laughs> single comedian kept calling back to us, yeah. singing Evanescence, and it was actually really it funny. Was really funny. <laughs> and uh, I'm still, I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> But when one of the comedians is like, virtual therapy is the best, isn't it? And I thought everybody was going to start like clapping because, you know, like, (laughs) come on, at this point, everybody's taking therapy, right? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. (laughs) And I start laughing. I'm like, woo! And I was like, oh, shit. I was the only one. I was the only (laughs) one that was cheering. She's like, oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, wow, I look very mentally ill compared to all these people. But after the show ended, we ended up going to another bar. Our friend just moved back to L.A. from Chicago, so we went out with her. And we went to Mama Shelter, if anyone in L.A. knows where that is. And we met some guys. We met some fresh noobs to L.A. They're young, youngins. They're youngins, for sure. Like, their go-to place is the bungalow. And if you live in L.A., you know what that means. The go- your go-to place is not the bungalow. It should never be the bungalow. (laughs) But they were really nice. They were so sweet. They were so sweet. We had a great time. So there was a British guy that I was talking to, and he was cool, but I do think he got offended when I started doing a British accent. And I think that's why he got it. Girl, we both did. You did it too. We started talking about Love Island. Oh my God. And I think that set him off for the night. I think he was, this was at Mama Shelter too. This was early. And then we tried to get into this other club. I tried to work my magic that I do with bouncers, but it didn't work. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. So we gave up on that. And then we went to, um, where was it? Dirty Laundry. Dirty Laundry. I forget how much I love that place. Do you? Yes. Why? They play amazing music. You were vibing, that's for sure. Maybe it was the tequila, but it was great. I had a great time there. <laughs> you know who else had a great time there? I actually ran into her. I don't I don't think you saw her. Karina actually was there as well. Karina also had a great time. You know, I heard she was fantastic. I heard she danced with the statue. She got everybody to join in, started a circle. Of Guys, dancing. there was a lion statue, and for whatever reason, it became the focal point of a dance circle. And everyone is just like worshiping this lion and twerking on this lion, and like everyone was okay with it. It was just. And I started it. Everybody, and I started it. You did. And then these two other guys tagged along. And then we just like started making this circle of like. Well, in other trash news, uh, another shocking turn of events, we've been watching The Bachelorette. Big shocker. Huge shocker. And another shocker, this has been the most dramatic season yet. I also think what made it extra dramatic, Mm -hmm. I think the composer was on one too. Oh, he was totally on one. He was on one. He loved the fucking strings, violins. Oh my gosh. We couldn't get enough. 
Yeah. We couldn't get enough. I want to know what those recording <laughs> sessions look like. <laughs> you know, they just have a bunch of like orchestra people. They're watching Katie lean in for the first time with someone. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Forte, 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 Who did you think was going to win at the beginning of the season? We all, obviously, we know what happened. Blake won. Obviously, a lot of drama with Greg. But at the beginning, who did you think it was going to be? I honestly thought it was going to be between Greg and Blake. Yeah. Which I was right, but probably not right in the sense of what I thought was going to go down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So much went down. I thought Blake would win for sure. But near the end, I did think that he was more of a fuck buddy for Katie. But it seems like she just kind of lost her other options. Yeah. Poor thing. I don't know. Poor thing. Honestly, I feel like she did it in spite of like all of the men that left her. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know what happened, Katie had all of these front runners and they all just started going home. They all started breaking up with Katie. And Katie blatantly told Blake, who is the ultimate winner, that she wanted to quit the game after the other guys left. And then she still went home with him at the end of it. Even if she still chose Blake at the end of it, like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. that's fine. I think just the way she handled it, or maybe maybe she did handle it really well, but how it was portrayed on television just didn't look good. Especially in the interviews, she obviously is still holding on. She hasn't had closure with Greg. Right. It was so interesting seeing that play out on TV of Greg gaslighting Katie. Like, point blank, that is what gaslighting is, convincing someone that their reality does not exist. Yeah. And it was so obvious, and it's just, yeah, I'm still in shock. Just, like, the 180 turn that he had. He was so into her, and then she was like, hey, I'm really into you, too, giving him so much validation, and he just said, okay, well, if you're that into me, then you have to be done with the show. Greg, she's on a contract. <laughs> she can't just be done with the show because you want her to. Like, Also, how much more validation do you need? Yeah. Everyone and their fucking mother knew mm-hmm. that he was going to win. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I do think that seeing him gaslight her in such a significant way was like really triggering for some people, though. Oh, for sure. For me. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the amount of times I've been gaslighted? Hell yeah. Yeah. So triggering. And it's something, too, I don't think you realize in the moment. But once you've been through someone gaslighting you so badly, then that's when you start to realize, like, oh, that's fucked up. And then that's when – I mean, that's growth, I guess. But, like, it sucks. No, it fucking sucks. But there are also so many people that are siding with Greg right now because she didn't say I love you back to him. Oh, that's such a valid point. But I do think it's interesting. Like, I I will give Katie credit – of not saying I love you mm-hmm. to men on the show because there were still men there, you know? And that's yeah. a that's a boundary that she put in place for herself. Mm-hmm. And he wanted that so badly as validation, but wasn't respecting her boundaries whatsoever. Right. Also, there was a time when The Bachelors never said I love you. I remember this was a while ago, but there was it was a bachelor. And he was the first one to say it to multiple women. And it was a huge deal. Like, it was in all of the trailers. It was on all of the marketing material that he's in love with two women. And it was so scandalous at the time. But now every single bachelor or bachelorette says, I love you to multiple people. So I do really respect her for saying, Mm -hmm. I'm only going to say it to one person. And I'm going to do that for myself. And I'm going to do it out of respect for them as well. How shitty would it be to end up with someone and them know that you said that you were in love with someone else the day after you said that 
you were in love with them. Yeah. And probably like a few days before you actually get engaged. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's really fucking shitty. Do you think Greg was an actor? He is an actor. I think he went on for clout, but I don't know if they necessarily like hired him as an actor. Do you think his relationship with Katie was fake or do you think it was Oh, for sure. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was for sure fake. He just had no emotional investment whatsoever. All of the things that he said in all of his interviews were just very, very generic. Mm -hmm. He got it out of the rule book for how to be a boyfriend or how to get a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, (laughs) no. And you know, what's interesting is you and I said this at the very beginning. We were just like, that guy's so emotionally unavailable. Yes. Then he did start opening up. But now hearing that he is an actor and he might have been on there for the wrong reasons, it makes sense that he would open up about these super deep things you know yes. that not to discredit what happened to him and his feelings and his situations but it does yeah seem like he might have been playing a game if he was a hired actor are those stories real that's true yeah do you think he's hired i don't know it's interesting that all of these rumors also not only about him being an actor but also about his personality in real life were coming out like apparently mm. in real life he's some jock he's very cocky And that's totally the opposite of the Greg we saw on the show. He was so shy and inward and introverted. So I don't know. Maybe he didn't think he would get that far. Yeah, probably not. Also saying I deserve better. Bro, you came on the show. Yeah. What do you deserve? Totally, totally, totally. I think that we should be on The Bachelorette. I think so too. Let's get a hashtag going. Hashtag overport on Bachelorette. Please get it trending. We would be the best Bachelorettes. Oh my gosh. But we'd have to go as a package deal. And all of our interviews would have to be together. All of our dates have to be together. Oh my god. Did you imagine? Just constant double dates. We're just really assessing the double date vibe. We're, you know, Mm -hmm. could they be friends? Could they be our friends? Exactly. It's not like we both want to date him at the same time. It's like, okay, like, who has a better connection with him? Also, can you vibe with my friend? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Also, we would totally give out rosé instead of roses. I think that would be so good. Yes. And then when the men don't get a glass of rosé, I'm sorry, but you have to leave. Go home sober, you know? (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) What else would our season look like? Honestly, I don't want to be a bachelorette. I want to be on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Fuck the Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. I want to be on Paradise, too. You just go and hang out on an island with a bunch of hot people for a month and just drink and hang out. That Sounds seems nice great. to me. I would go. Yeah. Any of these dating shows that are like on an island or whatever, Love Island, like shit, sign me up. Okay. Last question about Katie and Blake. Do you think they're going to last? Absolutely not. Do you? No, absolutely not. Mm. Blake, whenever you're single, hit us up. Hit us up, Blake. We'll take you and your Canadian accent. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, as you guys know, we're going to France in just a couple of weeks. We are going to France. Yes. And we want to eat croissants and drink wine. And it's going to be beautiful in a few weeks. Holy shit. I know. We have so much shit to do before. I need to get my Ambien before I go on this (laughs) fucking plane. (laughs) 
What are you most excited for when we go to France? Well, what I'm least excited about is a plane ride, obviously. I just, I don't know. We have so many plans up in the air right now. We have actually haven't solidified any of them, but I like us not having plans right now and we're just going to be like full Parisians. Yes. I have three things that I really want to do. Tell me. Okay, one, I want to drink wine in front of the Eiffel Tower. You know this. Let's drink wine and like get a baguette. Okay, yeah. And just like wine and baguettes in front of the Eiffel Tower. Should we get a beret? Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's Let's do it. The second thing I want to do is go to an opera at the Paris Opera House. Yes. yes. And that was so good. Wow. And the third thing I want to do is make out with a French boy. I already knew this one. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm here for that and I support you. And I think that should be number one on your list. More than drinking wine in front of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, you're right. Think about the Instagram pics. With the hot French man? No. <laughs> well, maybe. Wait, now that does put him back at the top of the list. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have to tell you what my mom said, though. Oh, God, I'm scared. We were talking about France, and I said, would you ever travel to Europe? Like, do you have any desire to travel to Europe? And she said, no, not really. But if you meet someone, and I have a reason to go over there because you need to be with that person, I would go. Basically saying, if I find my husband on this trip... Then she'll come to Europe. I'm confused. <laughs> is my single situation really that bad that I now have to leave the country to find men? You know that notification you get on Hinge when like you're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. It's like you're out of options. Mine is now the entire country. I'm out of options. I now have to leave, go to Europe and try and trap someone's ass over there. <laughs> Dude, your mom's funny. It's probably also you're going with me. So <laughs> she's like, please find a man. Find anyone, please. Anyone, anyone else. <laughs> or just tell me that you're lesbian. <laughs> what I'm also very excited about is apparently you can go to Champagne and south of France and go to all these vineyards mm. and they bike from vineyard to vineyard. And I'm so excited to do that. But, like, that's, like, borderline, like, dangerous. You'd probably run into, like, a flower field and yeah, just fall over. Oh, <laughs> oh croissant. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what if we just always started swearing with, like, a French pastry? Like, we always just, like, when we were swearing, we were just, like, croissant. And oh, baguette. <laughs> baguette. We were, like, what the fuck? Oh, macaron. <laughs> I want to recreate as much of Emily in Paris as possible. Does she ever learn French? No, that's the one thing she never did was learn French. (laughs) That's a stupid bitch. (laughs) Speaking of learning French, we want to be prepared for this trip. So for our drinking game, we thought we would say some French phrases that we might need to know. And the other person has to guess what it is. If they get it right, hooray. If they get it wrong, they have to drink. Also, Savannah knows French, too. I know no French. I know. I do know a little bit of French. More than a little bit. Ready? Yeah. Guess this phrase. Bonjour, la rue de vigne. Hello, it's wine hour? Hello, you wine hoe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess I'm drinking. Shit. <laughs> this one's easy. Je m'appelle Liz et j'aime du vin. My name is Liz and I like wine. That was it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you Parisian? I pretty much am. I pretty much am. You know more French than Emily in Paris. (laughs) Seriously. Oh, my God. (laughs) Learn the language, sweetheart. You're there. (laughs) I'm going to butcher this one. Here we go. go. Je m'appelle Savannah. 
et j'ai embrassé un homme français. <laughs> My name is Savannah, and I want a French boy. I want to make out with a French boy. Is that what you said? I am kissing a friend, a hot French man. It's for when in the present moment. Oh, in the moment. <laughs> I'm like making out with him, and that's when I say it. Like, hello, I'm Savannah, and I'm kissing a hot French man. He's You're like, like what? hold that tongue real quick. Let me say this in French. <laughs> Your turn. Combien coûte les bouteilles? Something about my coochie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Wrong. What is it? How much is the bottle? Which I feel like is a very valid phrase. Oh, that's a good phrase. Let's say it again. Combien coûte les bouteilles? Combien coûte les bouteilles? <laughs> <laughs> J'ai la gueule de bois. Je ne bois plus jamais. Say it again. J'ai la gueule de bois. Je ne bois plus jamais. Oh, that was good, Savannah. Merci beaucoup. Oh my goodness, croissant. It's not me, baby. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just going to drink. Just drink, yeah. It means I'm hungover. I'm never drinking again. Also, another valid phrase. I, think I needed we... that phrase this morning. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you ready? Yes. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Maman, je ne suis pas lesbienne. <laughs> well, I don't even need to speak French to know what that one says. <laughs> All right, final thoughts on the wine. As a reminder, we are drinking a 2018 dry Riesling from Lola Winery in Calistoga. Lola. <laughs> It's really in in the throat. It's very German. Uh, I love this wine. If you ever get a chance to go to Napa, please, please, please hit up this place. Like it's Mm a mom and pop kind of shop. It's a husband and a wife that run the tasting room. The tasting room is a house, and they just play tiki music, and it's amazing. You just feel very at home when you're there. Yeah, I'm usually not a fan of Riesling because most Riesling is way too sweet. Mm -hmm. But this dry one, I was so impressed the first time we had it, and again, this bottle continues to impress me. What would you pair it with, food-wise? Something seafood. Honestly, a good gumbo. Oh, Gumbo yeah. would be really good with it. Yeah, definitely. I would do something spicy with I was it, just like a gumbo. Say that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, when they pair wine, they think opposites attract. So the sweetness from the Riesling and the spiciness go really well together. They balance mm-hmm. each other out. I would pair this with Bachelor in Paradise. <sighs> Being on it? Yeah. I love that. Yes, I, I agree. And that's my unconventional pairing as well. I love that. Okay. Bachelor producers, if you're listening, you're not. But if you are. <laughs> If you are, we're coming to paradise whether you like it or not, and you better have a bunch of nice wine stocked for us. And we're going to bring our Lola wine with us. Wow. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Don't forget to hashtag overpoured on Bachelorette. (laughs) Uh, No, seriously, thank you for listening. If you liked this show, please, please, please share it with friends, family, maybe not your family. But share with friends. <laughs> also, uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and at TikTok at yes. Overpoured and Screwed. Subscribe, rate, review. You guys got a to-do list. Get to fucking work. Get to work, bitch. Yeah.